Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. So what makes a good video game enemy? It's a question that likely plagues developers and programmers long into the night as they while away their hours thinking up new and interesting foes for players to face. Now on the surface, things actually do seem pretty simple. I mean, just chuck a bloke or creature or rock with daggers for teeth who pig squeals when it bites you into the mix and just be done with it. But it's so incredibly easy to get things utterly wrong and leave players sour-faced at the whole experience. Make the enemy too difficult, hard to read, or just annoying enough and you will find reams upon reams of hate for enemies that in effect were doing their job just a little bit too well. So what I thought I'd do is provide a checklist of all of these chumps and their worst qualities so that we might all bathe in the venom of hatred that we all felt when facing these goddamn goons. You won't see the likes of the humble Cooper Trooper or the sublime slime from Dragon's Quest here, as those are excellent enemies in both design and function. Instead, it's all doom, gloom, and a whole dose of bloody poison damage. So buckle up. As I'm Jules, this is WhatCulture.com, and these are 10 signs that you might be the worst video game enemy. Number 10. Do you inflict poison damage? Oh boy, we are kicking this off with some big stinkers right here. Poison damage, while being a pretty staple effect in many video games, is still one of the biggest banes a player might ever have to face. I still shudder as hard as the frame rate did in the original console version of Dark Souls when I think of Blight Town and the horrifying amount of poison and toxic dealing enemies. The ever-constant drain of your health as you push on in a blind panic is like a waking nightmare to me. It seems that poison-dealing enemies will always crop up just at the worst time, either when you're miles away from a checkpoint or you've just passed up on buying antidotes because you wanted to be one of the cool kids on the bus. Well, who's laughing now? Not me, because I'm dead and leaving behind a sizzling corpse. Now, it's true that poison can be negated by just chewing some questionable herbs, but still, fighting enemies and having to deal with a draining health bar, well, that's the absolute pit. Number 9. Do you explode upon death? Some enemies cannot take the bloody hint, can they? If you've been bested by the player, then just take that big L in the sky and stay down. Don't you dare try and pull a predator on us and try and explode everything around you in the hopes of taking us with you. Yet creatures like the creeper, the super mutant suicider, even the humble worms from um, from, from worms who pull out a tiny plunger and thus become a tiny prick all try to ruin the environment and your day by exploding upon death or simply use it as their only attack. These big bloated enemies crop up in so many games. It's especially infuriating to be hit by the likes of a boomer or an exploding necromorph in dead space while trying to battle other enemies that are swarming the place. Now, I know you want some attention, mate, but there are other ways to get it. Though hands down the absolute worst was any player who used the martyrdom perk in Call of Duty, which let them drop a live grenade when defeated. They might be the worst enemies of all because that person chose to be that much of a dick. 
Number eight, are you ridiculously accurate? Some enemies have absolutely no sense of perception whatsoever. Take, for example, the humble Goomba, who will merrily march on, unable to stop the clearly incredible momentum it carries, and will stomp right off of a platform to its own demise. This is its life, and yes, it is a strange one. Yet, we as players love this little guy for the simple fact that it's an obstacle and enemy in one that isn't too challenging, but can still bite your knees off with a mistimed jump. On almost the other side of the spectrum, however, are enemies that are so incredibly pinpoint with their attacks that it borders on the ridiculous. Take, for example, the enemies in Far Cry, which thanks to a random bug would still be able to spot you from a mile away and shoot the fleas off your shirt with their incredible accuracy. It's frustrating to not only lose the element of stealth through no fault of your own, but then to get Swiss cheesed as well in seconds is utterly humiliating. Also, shout out to one of the worst enemies in Dark Souls 2, the Ironclad Soldiers, which fans found out almost has a 360-degree tracking animation making it an arduous enemy to fight in close quarters. This artificial difficulty is utterly reviled, and thus this Turtle Knight should be chucked in the soup. Number 7. Do you have a one-hit kill move? There's nothing more humiliating than being beaten by a regular grunt, is there? To fall at the feet of somebody who is at best a gun for hire and at worst a lowly thug who got in a lucky shot will leave you red-faced from both your blood and your shame. However, there is something far worse when it comes to enemies that have unblockable one-hit kill moves, especially if they're grab attacks. Being hoisted up for getting too close and torn limb from limb might leave you in an inconsolable rage, especially if the enemy in question just popped up from a group of other goons to deliver the final blow. The Banshees from Mass Effect 3 were especially troublesome for this very reason, especially when coming up against them in the admittedly brilliant trilogy closers multiplayer. Here the cramped maps and insistence of moving to complete objectives meant that you'd have to come uncomfortably close with these tall glasses of piss and vinegar. One grab and that's all she wrote, making for some pretty painful moments for players who'd spent upwards of 30 minutes on each online session. Number 6. Do you teleport? Over the years, and as the prevalence of FPS titles has grown and grown, pretty much every person should be able to pick up a controller and have a rough idea on how to get shooting in seconds. They've been designed in such a way that entry-level skill to get a kill is for the most part pretty low. However, that only works if the enemy you're firing at doesn't bloody disappear at any given moment, only to reappear behind you to cause chaos and panic. And it's a skill that video game enemies love to exploit, skipping through time and space and making you waste precious ammo before lunging in for the kill. The Nurgle priests in Warhammer Vermintide absolutely love bantering you off by disappearing once they've been located and then appearing right next to you in order to suck the very soul out of you. In fact, these meat zeppelins, well they're just rubbing it in your face because their massive frames imply that these bastards have never used their legs to get to the top of a flight of stairs once in their lives by the real means. It's a great tactic, don't get me wrong, but it's also bloody annoying. Number 5. Are you invisible? It might be a very common experience to look at a video game and wonder and exclaim, oh, I can't believe what I'm seeing here when it comes to the fantastical worlds and characters that we're presented with, but you know what? Some enemies operate on the logic of what you don't see will indeed kill you. Now, I normally will never have a bad word to say about the glorious Time Splitters franchise, but the actual invisible Time Splitter race themselves ooh, will set my blood to fizzy, mate. Being shot and then turned around to have no idea where it came from is never going to make for a fun experience, especially when it's accompanied by a mocking cackle or unseen whooping from the whooping that we just received. 
Now, true, some enemies are better at this tactic than others. The Nightkin from Fallout, for example, well, they're let down by their super mutant stupidity, but enemies like the Invisible Man from Castlevania, he literally disappears to the point where it's genuinely hard to tell where any of them are. Just fight fair. I am tired of flailing at the air and looking like an idiot. Number 4. Do you drag players back to the start? I don't think that there's anything more deflating than losing progress in a game. FromSoft titles seem to glut themselves on the sinking of hearts that comes with venturing out, getting your ass grounded like a pepper mill and then sending you right back to the start, but there's actually something far worse than a lengthy checkpoint reset, and that's being sent back to the basics when you haven't even died. Some enemies take utter delight in grabbing the player and hurling them right back to the start. Take, for example, Zelda's Wallmaster, who acts like an overbearing parent, picking up our wee lad Link and plopping him right back at the entrance of any dungeon you find it in. Being grabbed by this sticky-fingered foe leads to unparalleled frustration, as quite often it meant that having to get past some pretty tricky platforms and puzzles just to risk being manhandled all over again. I genuinely think that many players would have preferred death in this instance, to have their tiny heads popped like a grape rather than be dropped off with a sarcastic pat on the head. Number 3. Do you ignore terrain? If there's one rule that all video game enemies should at least try and abide by, it's actually acknowledging that the game world exists. Yet time and time again you'll come up against foes that forego little things like, I don't know, walls, doors, floors, the earth, it f***ing self, and will come and sock you right in the mush right out of nowhere. Imagine being Arthur, the plucky protagonist from Ghosts and Goblins, and seeing Firebrand just whip through the floor and land an attack on you that looks like an aerial teabagging. Especially when you're on a ladder or some other enclosure space, it would be infuriating, right? Still, the little red devil isn't the only enemy breaking the internal game logic as any such phantom or ghost-based creature might also follow the same pattern. Here it's a little more understandable, but does it make it any less annoying to be grabbed by the ghoulies when you've had to plod your way through 15 doors and countless levels? No. Number 2. Are you a damage sponge? Nothing acts like a bigger middle finger to the players than an enemy simply shrugging off your attacks as if you were firing BB pellets at them, and yet so many video games seem to incorporate this logic. The thinking behind such a high health pull is to make the players think that the enemy in question is almost super-powered, but the issue is, is that it quickly becomes annoying when you're landing shot after shot only for the big boys to keep on tanking. Now, some enemies can do it quite well, like the tanks from Left 4 Dead, as here the high health makes sense, but some enemies have a ton of health despite their weak-looking appearance. Take, for example, some of the regular enemies that you'll find in The Division and its sequel. These grunts can, and will, simply just make that Leonardo DiCaprio meme face and just walk on through your bullets, maybe shielding their heads once or twice after you've leveled 13 headshots at them, maybe. It's disheartening and becomes rapidly boring, and it's especially infuriating when you see other games do it right, like Vermintide 2, which has a great example. The Chaos Knights, they're heavily armoured, but if you hit them in the head, it only takes a few strikes to take them down. And number one, are you a f***ing Cazador? I just... These bugs, man. These f***ing bugs. These winged demons who drain my very soul as quickly as they kill my character over and over in Fallout New Vegas are hands down the worst thing that I've ever come up against in a video game. I know it might seem odd to just put one enemy at the top of a checklist of abilities that make you a gruesome goon to take on, but when you look at what I've covered, the Cazador actually fulfills a lot of the criteria, albeit in slightly varied ways. The sheer speed of the beasts are akin to teleporting, their strikes inflict an unholy amount of poison damage 
damage and they are pinpoint accurate with those stingers. Plus, they always seem to pop up at the worst possible times and out of nowhere, making you think that they were invisible all along. Pain, suffering, lengthy backtracking upon death, all of this and more can be yours if you go up against these Mojave monsters. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. So you've got an idea for a business, the store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out, everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media, source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. 